I kind of had a choice at that point, not just being patient with the process, but being grateful with the process. And I'm like, mm, man, I went to my dad straight after the game. I'm like, yo, like this shit can't happen anymore, man. I always find the, always try to take the good out of any negative situation. You know, I have players coming in, Xavier, and they'd be like, um, you know, I played so bad. You know, sometimes I'd, I'd be like, hey, bro, hey, I don't know, we, we can't do nothing about that. I can tell you what we can do, we can get some work in right now. Like, if you're not doing plyometrics, you're losing out on a lot of potential for performance. Um, my dad had these tapes of the Laker games. Got to a point where I, I said, you know, I want to play basketball. And I just always wanted to make sure I had the edge over people. It became a part of me, you know, I, I didn't want anybody to get to be better than me. This episode is brought to you by Whoop. Whoop is the only 24-7 wearable technology that measures the everyday stressors both inside and outside of work and training. Whoop measures the physiological data related to sleep, including the quality, duration, and consistency of sleep, strain, which is the internal load from external stress, and recovery, which is the readiness to perform. Whoop uses these three key metrics to call out areas for improvements and reinforce positive habits. If you're looking to join the team, use my discount code BBALL at checkout, or just click the link in my description to get a free 30-day trial with Whoop. Come join the team. Let's level up together. Welcome back to another episode of the Basketball and Barbells podcast. It is day eight of 14 Days of Christmas. And today I want to talk about overtraining and overreaching. So everyone knows that I'm very big on recovery, making sure that players are available. But I also think it's important to know why we need to make sure that we're, we are recovering. So, you know, a lot of players know, okay, well, we got to be fresh for the next session, you know, things like that, adaptation. But it's also just for overall health. And I think it's important that, you know, professionals and coaches and trainers should also be aware of these conversations that they're having with their athletes. So I want to touch on it today, especially. Um, so I'll kind of touch on what overtraining is, what overreaching is, um, and why it's more beneficial to overreach. All right. Some of the benefits we get from that and how we can avoid overtraining. So again, a couple different bullet points today, short and sweet, take it. Go apply it to your game immediately today. All right, so this is not an in-depth discussion about overtraining, but this is a general overview. Uh, so what is overtraining? Uh, so to quote from a study, very specific and severe condition when overtraining without adequate rest and recovery leads to performance decrements that last greater than two to three months coupled with a mood disturbance. So that was just a very general and brief discussion about overtraining. But in a nutshell, it is a condition where if we have been training for, you know, weeks on end, maybe months on end without the proper recovery, we start to experience not only loss of performance, but also we start to uh, actually see a lot more long-term effects of, you know, hormonal imbalance and even obviously performance, but also even just sympathetic parasympathetic imbalance. Um, and I'll talk about some of the, the symptoms that we need to look for. Um, but it's very serious. And overtraining, if we get to the point of overtraining where, you know, we finally realize, hey, man, you need a break. You've been doing too much. It can take months and it might even take uh, 
it uh, potentially it could take years to fully recover from an overtrained state, depending on how long you've done this. And I've had athletes that have been in overtrained states where, you know, they're coming to me, they're going seven days a week, but they're also not taking care of business. They're not hydrating properly. They're not, uh, they don't have a, a healthy sleep routine uh, or their sleep hygiene in general. Um, and on top of other things, stressors in life. So they're coming to me, they're going to get stressed. They're going on the court, they're getting stressed. And then life in general is just stressed. As student athletes especially, um, it's pretty pretty common to start seeing a lot more injuries, uh, especially during exam times because the stresses are so high, your body's not recovering, that eventually the body's just going to break down some way or another. So overtraining is a very, very serious condition we need to be aware of that um because not only can it decrease performance for long stretches of time but it could also potentially end your career if we're not taking care of business all right so some of the symptoms uh to look for if you were asking yourself you know how do i know if i'm overtraining or i'm getting to the point of overtraining um which we'll touch on overreaching so fatigue is definitely one of them uh depression right so you know, as we talk about mental health more and more in the sports community, it's definitely, definitely, definitely important to be aware of how you're feeling. If you're talking to someone, um, be aware of this. Uh, uh, bradycardia, so uh, just even a slowed heart rate, uh, loss of motivation. So these examples are more so for aerobic-based sports, which is basketball in general, like for most bas- uh, athletes. It's going to be both, but more so an anaerobic sport. If I'm going to be lean one way or another, but it does have aerobic, um, does have aerobic potential in there as well. So those four specifically are going to be more for your aerobic-based uh, sports. Insomnia, irritability, hypertension. These are some extra ones that you might see, especially in basketball players, uh, because it is more anaerobic-based. And these are some of the common symptoms that we see in anaerobic athletes. All right, so uh, some of these are going to be hormonal responses. Some of these are going to be sympathetic, parasympathetic responses. In general, these are some of the things that you will start to experience if you are becoming or you are in an overtrained state. So what is overreaching? So overreaching is basically the step right before we start to overtrain. And this can be functional. Depending on how we're using this, right, it can get to the point where this is actually very beneficial to us. So to quote, overreaching is a state of excessive volume or intensity of exercise resulting in decreased sport-specific athletic performance. Okay, so pretty similar to overtraining, right? But it is not to the point where it lasts for two, greater than two to three months. Typically, you might see possibly a couple uh, a week, maybe days as far as decreased performance. All right, that is more so functional overtraining. So we want that, right? So when you come in the weight room and you lift weights, you're breaking your body down. So when you come back tomorrow uh, to the gym and you're sore, maybe you're tired, that's a decrease in performance. All right, so you've torn down the muscles in your body. All right, and it has to recover, it has to rebuild. So there are times where you want to functionally overreach because I need you to adapt to the stimulus that I'm giving you. I need you to adapt to these weights. I need you to adapt to this agility session. All right. I need you to adapt to 
whatever I'm giving you because whatever you're going to see in the court in the actual battlefield, that's going to be 10 times harder. So I got to make sure you can handle this stuff where I could, before I even think about putting you out there. And that is functional overreaching. That's what we want. So right before we start overtraining, getting to that point where we're overtrained, right, we can overreach and it can be beneficial for improving performance. Some days, like I said, we want to be sore, we want to be tired. Some days, maybe not necessarily, but uh, it's not a long lasting effect on our performance because like I said, it can be possibly a couple days, maybe even a couple weeks. So it's not necessarily going to last as long as overtraining syndrome where it's going to last way, way, way longer. And then this could also be a negative effect, right? So this is non-functional overreaching, right? So intense training leading to a longer performance decrement. So now instead of going from days to maybe a week or two, this is going from weeks to months without full, reco without full recovery, without getting to the point where we're actually making gains. This is going to be a negative because now I got to take out training time. I got to make sure, hey, like, let's make sure that you're getting back to the point where you're, you know, at least on baseline of the numbers that we took. So we need to make sure you're getting that recovery in there. We got to make sure that in between you're just not doing too much. All right. And this is non-functional overreaching. So you haven't gotten to that point of overtraining yet. So we can still kind of basically, I don't want to say save you, but we can still kind of, you know, cut it back a little bit. But once we get to that overtraining syndrome, that is when it's greater than two months, right? So two months, you're still not getting back to where you need to be. Um, there could be a lot more psychological, neurological uh, effects from this, uh, plus additional stress. And again, this can be very negative because this could possibly end your career. And the reason, again, why we want to be, uh, uh, overreaching is because we want that soup. It's called supercompensation, right? Where you rebound to kind of your body's rebounding, trying to get back to uh, wherever it was. And then basically it kind of overshoots and says, oh, wow, like, we need to get stronger. Let's get way stronger that we don't have to be as sore as we were last time. All right. So final point of this quick hitter, day eight, all right, 14 days of Christmas. How to avoid overtraining. Pretty simple, all right, but needs to be effective in practice. Take the recovery seriously. And this doesn't necessarily mean just taking breaks and things like that, but uh, understanding, obviously, nutrition, um, quality sleep over anything. If you really want to understand how to get quality sleep, go listen to episode one of the 14 days of Christmas where I actually outlined how to get quality sleep. All right. So 15 minute listen, go check that out. Nutrition matters. Obviously what you're eating before and after training, what are you eating throughout the day? Um, how are you fueling your body? So this, I actually just did a Instagram live with a sports nutritionist and we talked about this Go check that out. It's on Instagram. I linked it in my show notes. Um, and also period, periodizing training and having a schedule of increasing de uh, intensity, decreasing intensity throughout the week, months, all that stuff. Having a professional to talk to about that. Um, these are things that we can do to make sure that we're managing the stress. Because if we're just taking stress and just adding it together, I mean, eventually it's going to spill. Right? It's like filling up a water bottle. So we got to make sure that we're taking the time to kind of dump some of that out. That way we can add extra water in there, add extra stress. So we do need stress to adapt, but too much too soon is not something that we're looking for. So taking the recovery seriously. Again, I have podcasts on this. I have posts on this, right? Ton of information is out there. Just doing your due diligence to under, uh, make sure like you're taking care of yourself and everyone's going to be different. Everyone has different needs. So I cannot specifically tell you what you need to do. 
but these are some of the the this is the foundation of what we need to be focusing on all right guys that's a wrap thank you so much for tuning in to day eight um if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me all my stuff is linked in below uh, if you also want to get in touch with me through email that is fine too i've had a couple people reach out to me but again thank you again almost at the finish line almost making it to christmas let's keep pushing let's keep getting better thank you for listening to the basketball and barbells podcast i really hope you all got major value from today's episode please leave a rating and review of the show and don't forget to tune into the next episode